to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Mike Pankow's across from me in my nine-foot homemade oak bar in my basement here on the south side of Chicago. My name's Chris Lanuti, and welcome into Windy City Slam. Michael, big weekend, huh? How was it? Uh, great. It was a huge weekend. Uh, Warrior Wrestling was a lot of fun. We will get into that in just a couple of minutes. Top of the loose chain this week, uh, last night, um, started circulating on Facebook in a very sad uh, situation. Uh, the Ugandan giant, or the Ugandan headhunter, Kamala, died at the age of 70. Yeah. Yeah, very sad. Yeah, that's rough. You were telling me, you were telling me before the show, the poor guy had uh, diabetes, had lost both of his legs. Yeah, exactly. And then, of course, the COVID comes along. Yeah, that, the, that'll finish you off. Yeah, there were complications from COVID-19 as yeah. well. And uh, it's really sad. Uh, Mr. James Harris, the man who played Kamala, um, very nice man uh, to a lot of people, uh, from what a lot of people have said online. So, uh he feuded with Hulk Hogan and The Undertaker. Those were two of the biggest names. He, he, I remember the Taker stuff, I think, more than even the Hogan stuff. Yeah, right? co- coffin match. Yeah, that, that's the stuff that sticks out with me with him. Like the, the Taker things with him are the things I probably remember the most as a child. Mm-hmm. And then the character is actually conceptualized by uh, Jerry the King Lawler. He came up with the Kamala character and gave it to James Harris. Of course he did. And kind of uh, that's what happened. We had a, this new group called Retribution. Obviously, we talked a little bit about them uh, last week with from Monday's Raw, the Molotov cocktails and stuff like that. They come out at the end of SmackDown and do this full-scale attack on the arena. Michael Cole and Corey Graves go running to the back, uh, all like the, the ringside trainers and the, the bell ringer and all those people. Then they start attacking like the, the PC fans and stuff. It was crazy. And then they had like a chainsaw where they were starting to cut the ring ropes down. Interesting to see where they go with it. And apparently it's three men two women kind of a mixed gender faction i'm kind of excited about you know i that. like any kind of faction that kind of breaks the faction rules i mean you know i mean let's think about it what made dx cool well you know you had you had hunter hearst helmsley you know you, you had you had the guys that were in there but the fact that china could come walking out in the faction right and then she the faction could actually crisscross over with the female wrestlers as well mm-hmm. i like that that's a good deal that's smart you know when you hear all the other dumb ideas we talked about them last week Let's just start looting as a as an actual thing that we're going to do. We're going to throw Molotov cocktails at uh, at uh, at at power lines, you know, and that that Vince came up with that one ripped right out of the headlines. So this is a much better idea. And then uh, one more thing: NXT last week on their show, we have the full build up now. Adam Cole, Pat McAfee, it's going to happen. NXT Takeover. I told 30. you this was a work. Yep. I told you yep. this was a work a couple of weeks ago. I yeah. felt it too. And then because uh, it was so fake on McAfee can't act. That was the problem. OK, Cole did a great job. Cole was perfect. McAfee can't act. He did. He, he, he gave it away, especially at the end where he's supposed to be shocked and he reads a commercial before he gets off the air. Like if you're really in shock, you forget that. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. Right. And then uh, the, 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 the story culminated a bit on NXT TV last week when uh, McAfee and uh, Cole got into a little pull apart. 
the officials are holding Cole back, like Shawn Michaels, a couple of the other backstage officials are holding Cole. McAfee breaks free from his his group, punts him right in the gut. So that that's how... Uh, well, they have to make McAfee look stronger because otherwise you wouldn't even believe that Adam Cole could lose to him, right? Like, I still don't believe it. Unless there's like some sort of interference or something like that. And remember, Triple H was on the McAfee show. Yep. So is he part of the storyline at some point? That would be interesting. Yeah, I mean, you never know. Does Triple H turn on Adam Cole? I mean, yeah. that could be an interesting little Well, you know, he's, done, he's done that before, okay? He has he has turned in some weird instances uh, uh, before. So that would be an interesting thing to see him do. All right, let's uh, go local the rest of the way. Uh, Warrior Wrestling, Friday Night Lights. Terrific show from Steve Tortorello and Eric Hamilton. Very well done. Very, very, very well done. Dave Matteo Field, Marion Catholic High School, last Friday night, August the 7th. And now there are about 450 to 475 fans there. They were very well spaced. Groups were socially distanced by about 10 feet on the field and in the bleachers. Masks were required for most, generally most of the area, uh, public areas especially. Uh, if you were like in your spot with your group, who you can trust, you were allowed to take your mask off at that point. There's plenty of sanitizer available. Temperatures were taken at the door. For the record, mine was 97.1, so I <laughs> passed with flying colors. You got classic rock is what you ended up yep. with. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, merchan- You're the drive. Yeah, merchandise was sold with cashless payments, uh, and today I'm wearing the Sam Adonis uh, T-shirt that I bought through Venmo from Sam himself. Uh, we have Val Capone in the chat room, and she says that over 500 people paid is what she was told. Yeah. Largest attended show in North America in the last six months. Yeah, that's... that's uh, it. That, and you were at it. Yeah, we were there. Yeah, that's amazing. Yes. What was your take? Did it did it feel fun to be at, even with the restrictions? It was fun. I mean, 99% fun. I mean, it was maybe a little awkward taking pictures with the wrestlers with masks on, and they had masks on, and they were a little bit distanced. Some would get a little closer to you. Like, like Pillman, Brian Pillman Jr., with the Warrior Championship, he got a little closer to me. So I mean, it just depended on how what the what the wrestlers were comfortable with, and right. and how what the fans were comfortable with. And for instance, a couple of the people were just like behind me, behind their table. I was kind of pointing at them in some of my pictures with them. So, yeah, I mean, that was maybe a little awkward, but I think overall the show was terrific. It came off very well. And I got a statement from uh, Warrior Wrestling promoter Steve Tortorella in my email uh, over the weekend, and uh, here's what he had to say. We're thrilled with how responsible all of the Warrior Wrestling fans were. They really showed us that wrestling can be done safely because people will buy in. That's a good thing, though. It sounds like he was happy. Yes, he was. And uh, it was great to see him. It was great to see Val. It was great to see so many other people that I haven't seen in months that I've only talked to through social media. So it was a really, really good time. And real quick, I want to touch upon the actual show itself because the actual wrestling, it was very, very fun. A lot of fun. Hard-hitting. Quality stuff. And from the top, we'll go um, main card. Kylie Ray defeated Ray Lynn to become the number one contender to the uh, absent women, Warrior Wrestling Women's Champion, Tessa Blanchard. She's still stuck in Mexico uh, because of all... How many titles does Tessa have where she's stuck in Mexico with them? <laughs> like, I just imagine, like, she's got, like, she's got, she's out in Mexico. She's uh, sipping a, a margarita. And uh, she's sitting next to like twelve championships on a table. Like that's a, she should snap a picture of herself with all the championships like stacked up. Like, sorry, I'm stuck in Cabo. Like something like that. That'd be hysterical. That would be kind of funny. 
<laughs> but so if uh, once Tess is able to extract herself from Mexico and come back to Warrior, it looks like we get Kylie Ray and Tessa Blanchard, which I'm very excited about in the future. Now let's jump on to some other matches. Isaiah Velasquez defeated Trey Lamar in a very nice athletic competition. Uh, both these guys are, I mean, I don't want to say Isaiah is an up-and-comer because he's been doing it for quite a while. But Trey Lamar is a young guy tra trained by um, Johnny Gargano, Candice LeRae out of Cleveland. Uh, really, really good match. Isaiah's got the win, which is really cool because he's a guy that usually does the honors for a lot of people. So big thumbs up for him getting a little bit of spotlight, a little bit of shine. Then we had Lance Archer, Sam Adonis in a big man match not to miss. Sam was on the show last week. Yeah. If you didn't, if you didn't hear it, go back and listen to it on demand. It was pretty good. Check out the archives. Yeah, he was a great guest. A lot of fun to have him on. But Lance Archer defeats Sam Adonis by disqualification after Sam's like, uh, hell with it. I'm going to hit him with a low blow. But, you know, obviously we're going to hear a little bit more later on from that show from both of those guys. I'll get to that in just a second. Joey Janela defeated Jake Something in the match that was broken here a couple weeks ago on the Windy City Slam podcast. Janela hits the greetings from Asbury Piledriver to beat uh, Jake Something and pin him in the middle of the ring. Um, now, I had a chance to actually talk a little to Jake Something because I had never actually met him before. Okay. Asked him about his name. Um, basically, it's not like some weird story where, okay, he's got a long last name or a hard-to-pronounce last name or, oh, Jake's just Jake something. He just didn't want to, like, make up a silly name. So this is basically as easy as, okay, I'll just go by Jake something. That was the story. I, I think that's what I surmised when the first time I heard it. I was like, here's a guy who got lazy with his name. He just said, I'm Jake something. Like, that's what I said. What you're saying it is much nicer. You're saying, oh, that was his thought. No, no, I'm, I'm just saying he was just like, well, you got to come up with the name. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm Jake something. Like, that's, that, that's what, and it's yeah. brilliant, but I mean, that's what it is. It's, it's pretty much all it was. <laughs> yeah, now, now I actually went in, got it right from the horse's mouth. So, and speaking of horses, uh, that's a great segue into our next match. Wow. The uh, Spartan Stadium Scramble Stampede, which was won by Warhorse. He defeated uh, Matt Nix by pinfall after hitting a flying elbow to win that crazy, crazy match. This was a 10-person match, which also included the Chicago Sideshow of Cypher, Nacho Clown, and Gabaldi. Then there was Dan the Dad, who's, who I saw for the very first time, too. Really, really cool character. He comes out with khaki shorts, polo shirt, like ball cap, glasses, uh, gym shoes, like the, like the little short socks, or actually maybe kind of longer socks, but I think they kind of rolled down a little bit on him. And then uh, he would have these spots in the ring where... One of the other competitors, Davey Bang, was on the top rope. He would point at Davey and like, David, get down from there. <laughs> I mean, it was some really, really good stuff. I love the character. And it, it's absolutely hilarious. And uh, Jamie in our chat room mentions the sideshow. Uh, and I love the fact that I able, was able to see them in person, too, because they do a lot of extra stuff at Warrior Wrestling. They, they've worked as security and stuff like that. And it was really, really cool for them to actually get in the ring and, and do some work. Big thumbs up to those three guys as well. And, and back to um, the actual match itself. Beast Man was another competitor. He's a guy that actually drove into the drove into Chicago with Sam Adonis. He's a Pittsburgh area guy. Really, really uh, cool dude. Big burly guy, chews on a bone. <laughs> and then you had the Corn Belt Cowboy, the one called Manders. That's his name. And obviously, I mentioned Davy Black, uh, Davy Bang, a moment ago, and Elena Black, who was also in the match too. She came out with her little um, uh, coffin filled with uh, fortune teller tarot cards and stuff like that. 
So it was a great mix of characters, a fun little match. Again, Warhorse goes on top. All right, a couple more matches on the show before we're done. Uh, then we we had the Rascals in an amazing, amazing high flying, death defying Daredevil match. Day uh, Dez Trey Wentz defeating Alex Zane, Blake Christian, and Benjamin Carter. It was an awesome match. They 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 flew all over the ring. They flew over all over outside the ring on the floor. Lots of super kicks. Trey was rolling around on the field turf. You could see all that little field turf on his back. It was a really really nutty match. And thumbs up to the Rascals finally getting a win on the Warrior Wrestling scene. They have stolen the show every time they've been on, and now they finally actually have a W to show for it. Awesome. Very cool. And then our title match: Brian Pillman Jr. retains. The Warrior Wrestling Championship by defeating Robert Ego Anthony with the jackhammer, going the Goldberg route to retain that title. And then um, before that match, the entrance for Robert Ego Anthony and Frank the Clown was hilarious. They're basically on a little uh, John Deere pickup, riding around the bleachers, all decorated and stuff like that. Uh, the guy driving was kind of a Frank the Clown disciple, dressed up kind of like him. Uh, they shot off like... Um, a little cannon with confetti that went flying around. It was a fun little thing. And then they drove all the way to the ring after Frank cut a scathing promo on Pillman. And then, and then obviously two professionals in the ring, Pillman and Ego Anthony, great match. Pillman comes out on top. They tease at the end where, Pil- where Ego Anthony and Frank the Clown were going to do a little um, breakup. But um, they did not. They ended up hugging like the best friends in AEW. So they're still okay. They're still on the same page. And and there's a possibility we'll get a chance to talk with Brian Pillman Jr. on this very soon. I know that we're we're in talks. He could possibly be on as soon as next week on Windy City Slam. Yeah, we're working it. The main event was Brian Cage and Jeff Cobb, two gargantuan men. Uh, as one of the fans kept saying, big meaty men are on the ring, which was pretty funny. And he kept saying it. And it was... Cage and Cobb, they fought at it. And then, unfortunately, the match was a no contest because our old buddy, Sam Adonis, comes in and breaks it up, attacks both guys. And then Lance Archer comes out because he's still ticked off about his uh, DQ situation with Adonis earlier in the evening. So Steve Torrell takes the mic, comes on, books a fatal four-way match between all four of the huge men. And then they went at it like crazy. And Brian Cage picks up the victory uh, hitting his uh, finish, the drill claw, on Adonis. So that was the capper to an unbelievable, awesome show. And um was so excited to be there. And uh, I almost lose, almost losing my uh, my words for it. It was just so, that gripping. And that and Warrior Wrestling always does a great job. It's it's unbelievable. Michael, I want to tell you uh, a quick fact here. Yes. As the guy that sits here on the other side with the computer screen. I was looking up our most popular, most downloaded shows. The Warrior Wrestling one from a couple weeks ago somehow became the number one show. It was held all the way until that point by our guest right now who slipped the number two, and I hope this show is listened to more than any other show and she can get back up to being the number one most downloaded guest that we've had on Windy City Slam. Missa Kate on the line with us. Hello, Chicago sweetheart. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You know, you you just did an event. You just did a promotion where you went out and wrestled, and I'm really curious what it's like doing that right now in this weird way that we all have to live because it had to be a completely new experience for you. And when I heard that you were wrestling and, and I, I knew you were going to be like, you know, I, we're, we're going to have to have all these different rules and it might be a little different than normal. I was like, let's bring her on because I'd love to hear how 
How was that and, and how was it different? Um, so it was really good. It went over really well. Um, it was actually in Wisconsin. So obviously by state, they have different rules and regulations. Um, yeah, so Wisconsin's were, wide open. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> they're licking, they're licking doorknobs in Wisconsin. They don't Ew, care. No, well, yeah, they're cheap um, <laughs> um, No, but they, you had people there, of course, um, people were taking precautions. They had hand sanitizer just in case. And uh, even though they are all open, as you said, they are still taking their precautions. So it's good to see that it's not just like a free for all as everybody thinks it is. People are still concerned and taking it seriously and whatnot. So, um, but I know Zello, which I, I know you wanted to get, I'm ahead of the game a little bit, sorry. But uh, Zello, that is this <laughs> Saturday, they're gonna take totally different safety precautions, obviously, because of Illinois, uh, the rules and regulations are different. So that'll be interesting to see because now it's limited to 50 people. Um, the face masks are required. There's actually going to be temperature checks at the door, uh, medical questionnaire at the entrance. And then the seats are, the, I'm sorry, the seats are going to be spaced apart. And yeah, so it's, it's a totally different, it's like a 180 from what I just did, but either way, I'm like, whatever makes everybody feel comfortable, whatever makes everybody safe. That's all that matters. I would imagine you, you getting back into the ring, you probably had to sit down and just kind of have like a like a moment where you sat down and you said, okay, I'm going to take a real hard look at all this stuff. You know, I mean, you see a lot of the things where like the CDC kind of puts out the, that, okay, there, if there's 5 million cases, we think that there's you know, at, at least 10 times more people that actually have it. So that gets you at about 50 million. And then you look at the amount of people that have died from it and you can do a quick, uh, quick math uh, equation and come up with the fact that the mortality rate from it is, is less than half a percentage. But and that most of the people that are passing away from it are over 80. Do you have to kind of get yourself to a point where you go, okay, I know this is a serious thing, but I also have to get myself to feel comfortable or at least feel like I have less of a risk so I can get myself in the ring and perform? Because otherwise I would think it's like a dark cloud over you. You're sitting there, you're wrestling with somebody, you're in close contact. You don't want to be thinking about, am I making a mistake wrestling? So did you get to a moment where you had to kind of sit down and say, okay, this is what I think is my real risk and and I'm comfortable with that risk? So um, I'm actually going to school. So I'm kind of in the medical field. I want My end game is physical therapy. So I'm fortunate in a sense where I was already taught a majority of like the precautions and everything that's going on. Um, so everything that's going on right now is actually like to the extreme precautions, as I would like to say, um, because how you said it, it is a very low percentage of mortality, not taking anything away. Cause of course, like anybody who passes away, it's horrible. I don't want anybody thinking that I'm just like, Oh, you know, forget those people. Cause that's not the case at all. Um, but yeah, so I, same thing, I go into the mindset of, you know, um, the people that I'm going in the ring with, whoever I'm in the locker room with, I kind of want to see, because everybody has a different mentality right now with what's going on, because this is never, as far, in my lifetime, I know it's never happened, um, ever. Um, so everybody has a different way of feeling about it. Some people are being cautious with the face masks, and I've seen people wear gloves and uh, over uh, sanitize and all that stuff, and then you have people that Honestly, I don't want to say don't care, but they're very like, you know, um, they see it similar as the flu. So the statistics are similar. So they're kind of like on the easier end or the easier spectrum, 
if you get what I'm saying. Am I making sense? No, no, I'm kind of rambling. Okay, uh, <laughs> but yeah, this is like, your time. This is your time, Miss Okay. <laughs> you talk about whatever you want to. You're oh, you're a, a two time guest now on Windy City Slam. I don't care what you you want to talk about baseball. We'll talk about base. I don't care. Let's just do. Let's we can just talk chill about the Cubs. Hell yeah. No, we're not doing that. That, That's ridiculous. We're not. You know, you said we can talk about whatever I want. You can't backtrack. Well, I I should have put a disclaimer on that. We're not talking about the Cubs. (laughs) (laughs) They're gonna be. They're gonna make the playoffs. I mean, sixteen teams are gonna make the playoffs, but they're gonna make the playoffs this year. Yeah, are the Cubs number one in the conference? In the conference, what are you watching? College football? This is this is just this is just like a cup fan. You don't even know what to call it. It's the league. She, she doesn't know. She goes there for the beers and to sit out in the bleachers and, and and people watch. That's why she's there. This is true. This is true. I have no I am yeah, I have no shame admitting that. I'm a bandwagon fan. We got to let Mike have a question because he shows up every time he has an interview with a giant computer screen filled with questions he's never going to get to. I know we end up just rambling and Mike's just like, um, I have this thing here. (laughs) And the last time you were on, you and I took up all of his time. He didn't get to ask any questions. So Michael, go ahead. All right. Full, full disclosure, uh, Chris does a White Sox podcast. Hence the yes. number one White Animosity. Sox. The number one uh, White Sox podcast there is. It beats oh, Chuck Garfine's eight listeners to one. Yeah. yeah. My bad. <laughs> yeah, so the event you did was Pow Entertainment from Rumpel's in Twin Wakes, Wisconsin. And you had yes. a match scheduled against Sierra, which turned into a three way with your, one of your old rivals from CSW, Sky Blue. Now, how did that match turn out? Um, it was good. Uh, me and Sky were uh, best. We'll say we're frenemies, I guess you could say, um, in the ring. So it was fun. Um, Sierra, I haven't had a match with her in forever. So I mean, just all three of us, our dynamics and whatnot. It was just, it was just a good time. It definitely had to be there. I'm trying to get uh, the footage of it, and then I'll post it on my YouTube. I'm plugging my YouTube. Ha <laughs> um, There you go. um so hopefully i can get that posted soon so everybody could check it out but it was a good time there was a part in the match where sky and i may have been uh playing rock paper scissors but you'll have to watch to find out (laughs) (laughs) that's good stuff yeah Uh, sierra sierra got the win in that match right she did she did well she had a manager so she kind of cheated but whatever oh val malone right yes came out yeah, okay. look at you doing just like your a Cubs, like Just it. like a Cubs fan with nothing but excuses for her losses. That's fine. <laughs> all okay, right. Chris. Take all it right, easy. that's cool. Yeah, talk to me when you want another World Series, all right? <laughs> As Jim Cornette would say, anyway, uh, let's, go back to, let's go back to the show a little bit, too. Um, Pow Entertainment, I'm just going to run down a couple of the main results so people know that, yeah, we, we got a little bit of um, coverage going on there. Main matches were the Plague. That's Machine and B.O.W. They retained mm-hmm. the POW Tag Team Championships over Joey C.C. and Joey Ariola. Then Scott Spade defeated Meat Hooks O'Bannon to retain the POW Midwest title. But Meat Hooks got a little bit of uh, frustration taken out after the match when he slammed the near seven-foot-tall Tiny. Yeah, that's an ironic nickname, but... Uh, <laughs> That's what it is. And then uh, main event was Paulie Tomaselli, Vic Capri, and Zach Hendricks, who we also saw at the Warrior Wrestling pre-show. Uh, that team defeated the POW champion Tyler Sullivan, Sean Priest, and Kai Zizzle when Tom- Tomaselli pinned Sullivan. And then Tomaselli now will get a championship match at Russell Rage 18 in November. So those are the main results from POW. And now I got a quick question about your little tweet that you threw up there oh, no. yesterday. All right. I know it's coming. So basically, <laughs> yeah. So basically, you tweeted out, "Put spray deodorant in my hair," thinking it was dry shampoo. How's your day going? 
Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't so going what, well. So what happened? <laughs> um, no, I was just like, okay. So I don't know if guys have the same issue or maybe it's just my issue. Um, I can't, it sounds gross, but I'm a clean person, I promise. But I, as a female, I guess you're not supposed to wash your hair every day because you're more likely to be bald or something like that. It's more likely to fall out and thin out. So I, the uh, day before, so Saturday, I did some wrestling training and I worked out. So my hair was a little bit on the greasier side. I'm not going to lie. So I was like, I need some dry shampoo. Um, Sky was like, oh yeah, you know, you, I got some in my bag. Just grab it. I grabbed the bottle and to be fair, Dove needs to change their, <laughs> uh, the way their products look because they all look the same. So it's not fair. They have every, like, the the packaging's all the same. So how am I supposed to tell the difference? I mean, I should read, but uh, <laughs> I didn't. So I put some deodorant in my hair by accident, and we didn't realize it until after I gave it back to her. She's like, you just put my deodorant in your hair. I was like, okay. <laughs> well, that yeah. happened. But don't, yeah. don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. The kids were driving me nuts a couple of weeks ago, and I accidentally squeezed Neosporin on top of my toothbrush. <gasps> so I mean, we, we've all. Oh been my god! Wait, I, I I got one better. I'm gonna make myself look. So, I gotta dye my hair blonde again. Um, I was so tired one day. I don't know why, but I had a little <clears throat> in my house. Like you know, the little self dispensers. Obviously, don't know why I put it on my toothbrush, and I didn't start brushing my teeth. But I was to the extent like that tired. Where instead of toothpaste, I just put soap on my toothbrush. So, <laughs> oh god, <laughs> I d- yeah, I have my moments. Okay, now I want to get to your upcoming show, and you mentioned it a little bit before the Zello Pro Show. And let me kind of uh, preface this a little bit. It's called Stronger Together. It's at Joe's at Wheat Street in the city, um, and it, there's limited tickets. You mentioned a lot of the stuff that they're doing to kind of take care of fans and take care of talent. Yes, you're on the show. Plus, we have Zello Pro Women's Champion Lainey Luck against Brooke Valentine. That's the only match that's been advertised so far. Also, former WWE superstar and Chicago guy, Drama King, formerly known as Aiden English, will be making an appearance. So I'm very excited about seeing how that goes. And then mm-hmm. we obviously we have Elena Black, uh, the Blackheart Battalion, CJE, Cole Radrick, and a bunch of others. So, And uh, Matt Bacalling does a great job with... Um, with Zello Pro, I mean, I was at their show at um, Joe's last year, and it was a fun little ditty. It was like a two-hour show, um, maybe like a hundred fans. Fun matches, it felt brisk. It didn't like didn't feel like it dragged on, but it, the matches told great stories. It was a lot of fun. So, um, do you know who you're wrestling at Zello yet this weekend? Yes, I do. I'm going to be wrestling Miss J Raves. She's going to be making her Zello debut. So that'll be fun. Um, it's kind of going to be, because I've technically, I've worked the Zello baseball shows, but I haven't uh, had a match on their actual, um, like, Weed Street shows, or I know they go to Wisconsin sometimes. So on their actual show, their actual card. Um, so it'll be, I guess, a debut for me as well. So her and I are just going to go head-to-head, kind of show what we got, uh, just to, and to display that we can hang with everybody there. I just wanted to ask you one more question here, but I'm going to interrupt Mike again. But he's, you see the look Poor on his face. Like, I got 25 more questions left. You got back into action now recently after not wrestling for a while. 
Mm-hmm. What was it? Lo- I mean, are you rusty when you haven't done it in a long time? I mean, is it like one of those things where like, what was it like the first time? And, and, and can you kind of tell us a little bit about that? Oh, yeah. Uh, so that first bump, oh, it felt like I was like training like all over again. Like the first time I actually got into it because I was fortunate enough to find some ring time before I got back in the ring uh, to have a match because um, I was terrified. I'm like, I don't need any injuries or I'm like, I've been out for a minute. I'm like, I know it's like riding a bike, but I'm like, I, I don't want to do that to myself. And not even to myself. I don't want, you know, people are paying money to watch us. I don't want to give them a crappy show. Um, so, yeah, I it was it was rough. Uh, my body had to get used to it. I was getting dizzy really fast. Um I was just, but luckily it all came back and, uh, it got easier the more I practiced and the more I trained and, um, yeah. So, I mean, but having a show back, it's, 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 how do I explain it? It's almost like I've been, I don't know. Cause I was just so excited to get back in the ring. Um, and I You're like, I'll put, I'll put up with the, the, the weirdness of it all. Cause I'm just happy. Yeah, definitely. There. Yeah, definitely. Because I was just like, I, I'm not going to lie. Like I was before all this, because I was so busy, I was almost, a lose, I don't want to say losing appreciation, because I always will love wrestling, but because the world, at the time, my life was just so fast-paced, I didn't take the time to appreciate wrestling how I used to. So now that we have, I forgot, how many months have we been? Like four or five, well, almost a half a year now. Um, it's been 37 years, Miss Kate. That's, yeah, that's right? how long we've all been going through. <laughs> it this. feels like it. Seven years, yes. It feels like it, but... Yeah, so it was just I I was just so excited to get back in. So I I'm having more fun now than I have probably my entire wrestling career. Just because I'm just I have like that itch again where I'm just like, oh, I want like wrestling to be fun. I want everybody to have fun because you don't know what everybody's going through right now. What everybody has all different situations. So I want to make sure people are enjoying themselves, watching whatever I'm able to give at that time at that show. So. I mean, and yeah, that's just, that's just kind of what it comes down to. I'm just excited for everybody to kind of maybe take a breather from everything that's going on in the real world right now. Just, just to get like a couple moments of happiness. That's all. Cause I'm happy while I'm in there. So I'm like, I hope everybody else is too watching. So. Awesome. Uh, Mr. Kate, um, before we let you go, we're going to give you a chance to do some plugs, social uh-huh. media, <laughs> upcoming shows, whatever you want to plug, like, go ahead and plug away. All right, this is going to be, I'm trying to think. Okay, so I got the Mysticate for Mysticate 11 Instagram, Mysticate 11 Twitter. I have YouTube. I am, obviously, I haven't been able to vlog because um, there's been no shows. Uh, and I don't think everybody wants to just watch me work out and be weird with my friends. That could get annoying. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I tried that. Um, it didn't go over well. <laughs> But I have a YouTube channel. I have a Patreon. Um, if you're looking to support or T-shirts, I have a pro wrestling tee uh, shop. I think that's how you say it. Uh, and then also I'm T Public, which is you can get other merch there as well. Um, I'm not good at plugging stuff, but I think that's it. And then Zello Saturday. Hi. <laughs> You have you have more things than I have, and I have a giant podcast network, and you have more things to plug. You've got a lot. Don't worry. Yeah, so you got a lot like, of things wait, to plug. I got everything right. Yeah, right. you may, may, you need like a list prepared, like how Michael is over here on the other end of the bar yes. with his big giant oh list gosh, of questions. Yeah. You got to have your list of plugs. Oh, okay, no, you two I, get together I, later. He'll tell you how to construct big giant list. Oh yeah, no, no joke. Probably the first uh, couple podcasts that I did. I, I'm so nerdy. I wrote down all my stuff. 
because I was like, I know I'm going to forget all this. So I wrote it down and I was like, okay, I'm ready. Like I, I got all my stuff. And I think uh, whoever I had the podcast interview with, he didn't ask for any of it. He was just like, all Jokes. right, thanks for coming Jokes. on the show. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And I'm like looking at my paper. I was like, damn, I just wrote all this down for nothing. But yeah. Okay. You got to be like how Mike was this Mike uh, this past week went on ESPN 1000 here in Chicago with uh, Jonathan Hood. He did not let uh, Hood ask the first question before he plugged his podcast. He just like he asked him a question. I was listening to it. I was laughing hysterically. He asked Mike a question and Mike goes, well, we were talking about that on the Windy City Slam podcast where you could find anywhere uh, on the Internet, uh, any podcast thing. Also, WindyCitySlam.com. My co-host's mm-hmm. name is Chris Lanuti. Like he ran through the whole history oh of the show. Gosh. <laughs> before he got to the question and i was like that's yeah. a pro right there he didn't even wait for jay hud to do that yeah. yeah he just jumped right in it was it was amazing no so i was gonna say if i tried doing that it would just kind of be like oh by the way i have the, like i would just be stuttering the whole time i'd make it horrible so yeah i just wait until i'm asked <laughs> well missa we appreciate you coming on the show yet again and uh hopefully the show gets more downloads than the warrior wrestling when you could become our most popular guest for the second straight time it's that almost like cool. a belt we need to you, we need to have I a was, belt yes. that we hand out Yes, you, I agree. You held, you held the Give most the downloads of any show that we had done, and then Warrior Wrestling and Steve Tortorello took it away. Now, you still, I'm going to tell you something, you beat last week's guest, okay? Yeah, you did. Nice. Sam Adonis did not beat the last Missa Case show, so you, you can at least hold that over his head, and yes. uh, you, you feel, hopefully, eventually, you'll get, if, if you retake it, we'll make a belt and we'll send it to you. We'll have nice. like we'll have some sort of award we give you if 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 not just a virtual belt that you can, that would be you awesome. can put like a sticker on an Instagram account or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> most yeah. downloads on Windy oh. City Slam. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. Ooh, you guys should get t shirts made. <laughs> oh, I'd love it. <laughs> I'll wear that. That's in give the me a money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something else to plug. Oh, yeah. All right, that's yeah, Miss K. Thank you so much for coming on Windy City Slam, Miss I need time, thank you. Just say